Welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. My name is Cindy D. Whitmer, and I am the Midlife Makeover Coach, helping you turn your midlife into your best life one step at a time. Through powerful conversations, my own midlife roller coaster story, and over three decades of helping people transform their lives through counseling and coaching, I am on a mission to help you create your own definition of success and happiness. Thank you for being here. Hey, everybody. Cindy here, the Midlife Makeover Coach and author of the best-selling book, The Midlife Makeover Method, The Secret to Loving Yourself Fully and Living on Your Terms. Available on Amazon. And... Uh, Wow. So in that, you know, I give you a makeover from the inside out, which is what I do with my coaching programs, what I do when we speak and train. It's, that is what I do because I know, you know, when y'all are not living the life of your dreams, I know the path to getting there. And one of the important things when we're in the middle of our lives is to learn how to age well. And often I think women are doing the opposite they're doing things that actually, um, you know, when you resist aging and things like that, you do things that then make you age more quickly, which is exactly what you really are fighting against. And so I want to talk today a little bit more about how specifically to age well, okay? Because it's amazing the difference in how people age. And there's a lot of factor involved, uh, involved, of course, and we're not going to get to all of them here. But here's some of the things that I happen to know in my life and in people's lives around me and what the research says really, really helps us to age well. So you've heard the first one you've heard before. So I'm not going to go into all this. Plus, I'm not a doctor. Plus, I'm not a nutritionist. Plus, I'm not any of those things. But, you know, so we get all the speeches about how to eat healthy, make sure we're getting enough sleep, make sure we're staying hydrated, make sure we're moving our bodies properly, make sure we're resting appropriately, and all of those things to take care of the physical vehicle that is your body, right? Because, you know, our bodies want to move. They want to be upright. They don't want to sit all day long. And if you're like me, I mean, I have a very sedentary job, right? I sit a lot of hours a day when I'm doing coaching sessions, when I'm creating live, when I'm doing live masterclasses in Facebook, when I'm writing new blogs and newsletters and, and, uh, you know, uh, doing coaching sessions on the phone or on Zoom and so forth. There's a lot going on when I'm sitting down. And so I need to make sure I offset that with time where I really move and stretch my body and give it that flexibility that it wants. So please take care of the vehicle that is your body. It is yours. It's yours alone. And uh, I'm sure you've heard it all a thousand times. So that's one way to age well and keep up with your, you know, your uh, health care your checkups, whatever it is you do that is kind to your body, whether it's massages, acupuncture, physicals, uh, dental appointments, vision appointments, uh, meditation sessions, uh, yoga classes. I mean, it's, it could be a gazillion different things. So take good care of the temple that is your body. 
But here are some other things that maybe you don't hear every time you hear people talking about aging, but you're going to hear it from me today as long as you want to keep listening. Number two, live your passions. Live your passions, please. Every day be engaging in activities or things that represent what you are passionate about. If you're passionate about animals, for example, maybe you're raising animals, maybe you run a farm or a ranch, maybe you volunteer at your local humane society, uh, you know, whatever it is involved, maybe you work at a zoo, whatever it is, please involve yourself with animals if you are passionate about animals. Um, so what are you passionate about? What really gets you excited? What, maybe it's theology, maybe it's painting, maybe it's gardening, maybe it's, uh, you know, teaching small children, uh, you know, skills they need. Maybe it's building something. Maybe, I don't know what you're passionate about. Uh, you could have many passions, but get involved with your passions, live your passions. Some people work their work environment involves their passions. That's true for me. One of the things I am passionate about and I'm on a mission is to help people everywhere live full, meaningful lives. And so I work within my passion. And I also, in my free time, I read all about that. I soak it in. I do personal development myself because I'm so passionate about it, right? And I have other passions too, like nature and, um, you know, so I spend as much time as possible in nature and I commune with nature. I help take care of living things all in my house, my yard, my land, my, I have a pet. I do all kinds of things um, to, you know, express that passion, but that keeps us young and thriving, you know young and thriving to live our passions, allowing ourselves to do the things we truly want to do and spend our energy within things that we value highly. So please, number two, live your, live your passions. Number three, stay involved and connected with other people. Stay involved with and connected to other people. Now, I want you to be choosy about this. Not just any person, not just everybody, but people that you really feel aligned with um, and healthy around, okay? So think about this. If you're gonna age well, you need to be in relationships where you feel uplifted, you feel encouraged, you feel supported, you feel loved, you can have interesting conversations, you can have a lot of fun doing things together. You experience laughter and joy. And you can also be safe being vulnerable when you're having a rough time, a rough season, a bad day. And you can truly, no, no matter what, be your authentic self. Those are the kind of people that I want you to stay involved with and connected to. And I want you to create an exchange where you are giving and receiving in those connections. You're not just receiving, 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 but you're also, and you're not just giving, 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 but there is an exchange, a flow of giving and receiving that feels balanced and healthy most of the time, most of the time, okay? 
So the, the research is crystal clear that we are, human beings need connection. We need a sense of belonging and we need connection. And so I really want you to, you know, don't isolate yourself from the whole wide world. Don't go live in a cave by yourself. You know, please stay connected and involved with people. And it doesn't have to be a thousand people either. If you have, you know, three or four really close people in your life or, or you know, a family of, of about 10 people that you stay connected with and involved with, I mean, there's no right or wrong number. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be everyone on earth and everyone you've ever known. And it doesn't have to be, you know, any certain type of person, but other than I want you to choose healthy relationships where you are uplifted and you are allowed to be yourself and be emotionally safe and you can give and receive, give and receive. Okay. Number four, the research also shows that people with some belief system, some depth of a belief system and practices related to those beliefs also age better. Aging is a more enjoyable, healthy process. So that can mean a lot of different things, you know, but what do you philosophically believe? Do you have a philosophy of life that you live by that works well for you? Do you have a religious or theological uh, perspective that brings a lot of meaning and a structure to your life? Do you have spiritual practices such as, I mean, I'm just making things up here, but as such as reading scripture or a prayer or meditation practice or chanting practice or a, a retreating kind of spiritual practice or giving a charitable practice. Um, again, this could be many, 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 many expressions of this, but it is very clear that those of us in the world who have a strong belief system, a belief system in something bigger than themselves, of a philosophy of living or so forth that, that, that really speaks to them, those that believe those things and live out those beliefs are likely to age better. Okay, number five, you want to keep stimulating your mind. You want to keep learning, keep learning, keep stimulating your mind. Now, this can be a million different things to keep reading if you like to read or listen to uh, programs, podcasts, watch documentaries, um, you know, anything that you find interesting, a subject you find interesting, dive in and research it. Um, have, you know, set up conversations or join discussion groups where you're talking about ideas or, or interesting things you've heard or historical perspectives. Um, you may also do things like word games on your phone or uh, play, you know, board games with other people where you're, you're learning words or you're creating things, um, you know, stimulate your mind with creativity, uh, read poetry, write poetry, paint a picture, um, you know, play Scrabble, play, um, you know, other kinds of word games or um, crosswords or Wordle or, you know, <laughs> 
maybe you learn a new language. Maybe you learn about, you know, a, a society of people you've never studied before. Here's another way to stimulate your mind. Brush your teeth with the opposite hand you usually brush your teeth with. You won't, you'll be fascinated by the difficulty this is, but this stimulates your mind to trigger different nerves, nervous system in your body and get your body doing things differently. Drive a different way to the grocery store than you ever have, or do, do something interesting you've never tried before. Uh, these are all ways to really keep that brain stimulated, um, keep yourself um, relevant and, and open and uh, excited in your life, which helps us age well. Okay, number six. When you when in people who have lived to the age of one hundred, when they're interviewed, a consistent theme in what they say has helped them age well and experience longevity is learning how to deal with loss and grief effectively. Now that makes so much sense because if you're living to be a hundred you're going to experience all kinds of losses, right? Losses of loved ones to death, loss of independence sometimes. Um, by the time you're 100, I mean, by your, the time we're the ages we are, you know, in midlife, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever age you are, you've had losses already. You've had people you've lost to death. You've had divorces. You've had the empty nest. You've had maybe some loss of independence through health diagnoses. You may have lost jobs. You may have lost homes. You may have lost your money, uh, investments. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of things we lose, but the older and we get, the longer we live, the more loss and grief is a huge part of our human experience. And so learning how to manage that well and, and effectively is one of the ways to age well, okay? And uh, I did a whole series on grief uh, due to death, that is, back in uh, April. So you can look at, uh, I believe it was the week of April 17th, I did three podcasts on grief and how to manage grief due to the death of loved ones. So if you have an interest in diving in on that subject more, then head back to those episodes and see what might be useful to you. And then the last one, number seven, uh, that I would say is a great way to age well is to focus on what you want and go for it. Like focus on what you want. What do you want? You know, whatever age you are, that is a valid question. What do you want your life to look like? Think about that specifically. What do you want your health to be like? specifically what do you want your finances to look like specifically what do you want your relationships to be like specifically what about your how you spend your days you're the primary chunk of time each day professionally or volunteerism or maybe your caregiving or maybe your homemaker who knows what you're doing but how what do you want that part of your life to look like and how do you want to continue to grow personally I mean, whatever you want, go get it. This, this is the time. Like, this is the time. We're going to age better if we keep it clear, we continue have continued clarity about what do we want our lives to look like, and we're willing to go out and create it, get it, make it, have it, be it, do it. 
because let's face it, going after what we want in life is a, a recipe for happiness. And happiness is the best anti-aging plan of all. I swear, I swear by it myself. I know it. I know for sure. Experiencing joy and reducing stress down to the little, the, you know, the more you can reduce stress and increase your joy, the better you're going to age as well. So please take it all in and believe me, Cindy doesn't lie to you. Cindy tells you the truth and, uh, you know, don't let age get you down. Don't let myths of aging get in your way. Instead, be proactive and uh, really, really honor who you are and what you need and what you want. And just let's rock this aging thing. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. How would you like to receive my number one best-selling book, The Midlife Makeover Method? All you have to do is leave a review for this podcast, take a snapshot of it, and send it to cindy at cindydwitmer.com. We'll drop the email address in the details, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.